Hello and welcome again to At The Wall. I mean, I'm assuming it's again, but I, I don't know how many people actually listen to this like two times in a row. So, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. So today we're talking about the most beautiful, beloved thing in the internet, as you all know, reboots. Oh yeah, we people all love reboots. People hate They're beautiful. Yeah, They're I never unnecessary. Them, yeah, yeah. They're always good. Yes. Oh, more. Never met a reboot I couldn't like. Well, no. Uh, but anyway, what we're actually going to be talking about is reboots that are actually necessary. Things that should have gotten reboots, things that should have gotten remakes that we really think need another chance. So, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, I'm Ali, and uh, I don't know who these people are. They're just here. Oh, oh, snap. Okay, so in case you don't know me or you don't know us, my name's Wonder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, my name's Ryacting. You can call me Rai. Hi. Hi, Mr. Danny. My God, you sound so depressed. You okay? Yeah, yeah. Actually, like yeah. The, the energy is a bit down today. I don't know why. Maybe it's like, like that, that was so depressing. Like a, I, I want to frame that on my wall. It's been like ninety days. Ninety day quarantine. Like, it's honey, we we are gonna be down eventually. Yeah, it's been a long, a long, long oh, time. Yeah, I, I'm. Like, don't worry, I'm dying on the inside. But the thing is, I never let that happen on the outside. Oh, snap. I'm sorry. I cannot do that. Anywho, uh, necessary reboots. Uh, yes. Please I don't know, hit, me. hit me with them. There's a strong case to be made. I actually, I love this franchise. And I don't know if I, I've said it before, but I, I, I'd love the idea of a Power Rangers reboot. It's in every other series, basically. No, 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 it's not. They're supposed to be, like, on the same universe and shit. But, like, okay, hear me out. Can you imagine, like, an animated show with Power Rangers based on the comic books? Like, those comic books are so fucking great. I'm not making that joke. Sorry. What? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Please continue. Shut up. I mean, I don't know. There's a strong case to be made that whenever something gets stale, you can just reboot it and... It's gonna bring some people in, at least. I, I hope so. And Power Rangers are dying, like genuinely dying, because the same form- formula is gonna get old eventually. They're even dying in Japan, for God's sake. And I, I actually think an anime based on Power Rangers would be a great idea. And we have we have not seen something like that uh, before. I mean, th- there's an exception. There's there's an anime named Samurai Flamenco, something like that. Uh, but the 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 base of that anime is that the guy believes he's a, a freaking Super Sentai stuff, and then he actually turns into one. So it's a bit, it, it's not too much of a reboot. It's more of a uh, a satire on the franchise. And I don't know. I I think Power Rangers has has strong case strong case to be a good reboot. And I actually disagree yeah. on two counts there. First what? off, I think that rebooting something just because it's getting stale is a terrible idea. That's how you get things like Quack Pack, okay? Quack Pack? Like, what the hell is Quack That is oh, how God. you get Quack Pack. Why, why do you mention Do not that speak of Quack Pack as a <laughs> strong DuckTales fan. We will tell you after the podcast wonder, but okay. you will not yeah. like this. Yeah, no, but the only reason that exists is because uh, DuckTales was getting stale. So that's yeah. something getting stale is the worst reason you could possibly have to reboot something. It always ends up with a hi there fellow kids moment, you know? I, I don't think I don't think that's a that's a great idea. I agree that a Power Rangers reboot could be really cool, but even though wasn't that the movie? And 
second, I really disagree that we haven't seen um, Power Rangers as an animated form because there is a whole genre. It's called the magical girl genre. And oh come on, but you know what I mean. Like magical girls are, are different. Uh, it's the same basic concept. Are they really? They're even color coded. Concept, but like I don't know. I mean, what? Because I think it's like if you were to translate Power Rangers to animation and make it a little Mm -hmm. bit more modern, you would end up Mm -hmm. with a magical girl anime, and maybe not. And that's not even an anime thing. It's so prevalent that we have a lot of Western cartoon magical girls right now. Like, look, the case with Backpack is um. They wanted to modernize uh, Doctor. I mean, I mean, to the yeah, point that they just modernizing here. We're not, we're not talking about modern modernizing. Like, I mean, yeah. they actually there's a case to be made that they actually re, re rebooted uh, Ducktales, and it's one of the greatest series they've ever made. On the oh yeah, but they era. did it for the right reasons. They did it because uh, Frank and Gonis and his team went in and were like, "Hey, we want to make a Ducktales reboot. We all love the show. We'd love it if you'd let us." Like, that's the correct reason. The right reason isn't oh it's getting stale it's losing viewers let's do a reason. I don't think there has to be a reason. Right I don't think there, there there's got to be a reason. That's stupid. There should you shouldn't just oh let's reset this story because I have no more ideas. No, it's not about not having more ideas. It's actually about having more ideas and wanting to use them. But there's an actual formula that people will fucking destroy you if you change it. So if you just reboot oh. it, you can actually do more things with that formula. Even if it's still keeping making just making money, I think some my pieces you you should just let die and make something fresh with those new ideas instead of just trying to drag along that thing you made just because it it has a big name attached to it. Yeah. No. Wait, 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 wait. I think that's like. Yeah, that's not really the best thing, but honestly. I mean, I can see a Power Rangers reboot working. Who am I kidding? I love the movie. The movie is fucking great. Yeah, th- th- I was actually gonna like. Does it count as a reboot? I think it does. Yeah, it does. It, it's it is. Yeah, it's, it's a retelling of the original of the first series in of the uh, first season. Uh-huh. And I loved it. It's it's really good. Like it's uh, it actually manages to take everything that was good about Power Rangers and push it. out most of the things that were bad or ridiculous, and just like work with it man like it, it just really works it tries to work with its source material in the best way possible like it knows when something can't be taken seriously so it doesn't take it seriously but it also knows that hey this could be a really serious thing so it so for example like the original power rangers didn't really take um all of the you know school problems and stuff seriously when they were out of the suits like it was just sort of some backdrop disney channel I mean, series you could say power rangers the movie is it's a, a teenage drama more than an action movie Oh yeah, it definitely. It is, and it's really good. I, I think that those parts are actually really great, and they, they had, they made the best decision they could have, uh, budget-wise and storytelling-wise, to only show their powers like right up on right until the end. I think. Uh, so, to be yeah. honest, I actually like. I actually think the biggest budget waste in that movie was Brian Cranston, which don't get me wrong. I, I Brian Cranston is an amazing actor, but he yeah, but he, he seems so fucking done with it. He he's so done with it in that movie. He's not even acting. Yeah, well, at least he's as wooden as the original sword. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, that, that, that's fair. Sure. I, I don't know sure. if it was a throwback or whatnot, but he. I don't he think really, it was a throwback. Really... I just think they told Brian Cranston like, "Hey, we'll pay you a lot of money, and you have to do like twenty seconds of." 
some facial recording and a little bit of voice acting and you'll get paid for a movie. Do, do you even think they, they actually recorded him? Like, uh, he, face, he's yeah, dude, sword and like the sword and face is literally <laughs> some effects on Brian Cranston's actual face. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but so it was recorded like, probably in like one 30 minute session. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Very fucking probably. <laughs> like, I even doubt if it was all just one take. One yeah. day. Like he, he get got in there one day, collected a huge paycheck, and then he got out. Basically, but yeah. I, I, I think, I don't know, dude. They probably needed some credibility because people weren't buy, buying that movie. People weren't, they, they didn't actually. The, the movie was a flop commercially, I think. I actually hate that, and I hate it. Yeah, I hate stupid. it, that and I hate so the stupid. fact that I was part of it because I was like, "Oh fuck, this movie's gonna be terrible. I'm not watching this." And then, since I'm the type of person that like goes to the movies very, very often, I was like, "Well, I'm watching anything else. I'm gonna go see the Power Rangers movie," and I actually really liked it. And I was like, "Well, shit." Um, I got out of that movie so freaking happy. I, I, I was, I wasn't that. It was like I don't know three years ago. I think two I don't remember. Point is, I, I was actually I went in. I don't think I was in college. Yet, so. I was expecting to freaking destroy that movie. I hate. I hated the idea. I was like, dude, this is stupid. It's not gonna be a good movie. It's gonna be a cash grab. They're just gonna like, I don't know, make a bunch of fan service and then it's gonna die. And then I watched the movie. I was like, oh my god, they actually put heart into it. This is a movie with a message trying to, to, to tell something to its audience, and it's made with heart by people who actually love the franchise, and it, it, it flopped, and th that's stupid. I yeah, hate that. I actually, I hate the fact that it flopped. And honestly, like, I'm, not a, I'm not a Power Rangers fan at all. Like, I used to watch it when I was little, but like, I'm not a fan. But that movie, if they actually like follow through with that movie, if they, if they made it like, you know, if they made a series out of that movie or more movies or anything, I probably would be a fan by now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think. Did you know they're gonna reboot it? I think they, they said they were gonna reboot. Uh, yeah, and it's not. I mean, when when they tell you the situation that's going on, it, it's not great. Uh, I mean, for the ones that didn't know, uh, Hasbro actually purchased the rights for Power Rangers. To be fair, uh, I actually have a lot of faith in All Spark Productions. They because they've made two movies, okay? They've made the My Little Pony uh -huh. movie and Bumblebee, uh -huh. and both of those are good movies. <laughs> okay, but yeah. they're working with Paramount though. Uh, okay, yeah, no, that, that's not. Yeah, good. that's a problem. I, I I expect Transformers shit on my Power Rangers, and that's yeah. This had some some really good news, but you know, at least they're rebo rebooting it again. So, so basically, the conclusion is like Power Rangers. Didn't they, yeah, Power Rangers is actually getting a reboot, but, but they had a good reboot and they didn't follow it through because they it, it flopped. And that, I don't know, they just lost hope on it. And I think if if they had given it a little bit more time or uh, hope, because uh, the thing became a little bit of a cult. I classic think they should have downscaled it for TV. Like I genuinely think. No, actors were unknown. No, no, no. I, not like the movie itself. The movie was amazing as it was, but I mean, like those actors. Every single actor in there was a relative unknown who is still unknown right now, except for Brian Cranston. Uh, no, the other guy. This guy. He went into Stranger Things and he died. I don't remember his name. Oh, the Red oh, Ranger. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 
Dacre, Dacre Montgomery, then, I think. There's freaking Becky G. Becky fucking G is on that movie. I seriously forgot she was in that movie. <laughs> She's a Yellow Ranger, dude. I, I know. Like, I can picture her in my mind, but for some reason, that's not Becky G in my mind. It's like Becky G is a strange twin. Yeah, yeah, she know. doesn't seem like Becky G. She, she doesn't give you that vibe. But she is Becky G, and, and she's famous now. Very much more than she was when she made that movie. Like, if they wanted to bring her back, she would, she would be so much more expensive right now. Yeah. It's not even funny. But, um, okay, so that was fun, but I, I'm actually, I've been expecting this. So oh. we were talking before recording this, just, just mm -hmm. so you all know. And, um, and Mr. said something about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Oh god! Oh, I know, I'm on. And I want to hear. Seriously, you want to read that? I I want to preface this by saying I do not like Game of Thrones, and I think George R. R. Martin is a terrible writer. Like in general, the only mm. thing I ever liked by him is Wild Cards, and that's because he's the editor. <laughs> but I really want to hear this. Well, thing is, you don't even have to do a reboot. You just have to like take take the first four seasons you have. And then, and then change pay, the off on, pay off on the actual build, on the actual <laughs> things you set up. Like, God. So you just want you don't want to reboot it. You want to change the ending, and that's it. No, I, yeah, I want to I, I want to make an actual, I, I want to make an actual though, adaptation, like... not as even Martin calls it, just fan like lazy fan fiction. You, you want you want a Snyder cut then? That's what you want. I don't think he wants a Snyder cut. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I think he wants a Snyder cut. I don't even think I, Snyder even I have zero good. hopes for the Snyder cut. So. You, do you really have zero hopes for the Snyder Does that count I as a I didn't even see the original movie, so yes. Does that count as a reboot? Oh, you, you're not, you're, you're wasting your time if you want to watch it. Like, it's, it's just, it's shit. It's good for just sitting around and laughing at it out loud. Here's the thing. But not like, even at the jokes. Like, just laughing no, at the No, there are things in that movie that are, like, good, and there are things in that movie that's just, like, really. Because, for example, like the what? fact that they decided to begin that movie with Thomas and Martha Wayne getting killed again. I would just like, but the way they did it graphically and visually is actually really pretty and really cool. Well, of course, it's going to be visually good. It's a Zack Snyder film. The guy's a photographer, he's not a director. No, I know. Like, I know that's the advantage. <laughs> I know that's the advantage to every Zack Snyder film, but still, like, it was, I really liked it. Like, I, I, I genuinely, I think that was my favorite part of the movie. Of course, you can take any fucking scene from Batman vs. Superman, and it's gonna be a wallpaper. You know, any freaking scene. Now, now, that, you, now that you mentioned the DC movies, I wouldn't mind if the, the Robert they, they Pattinson made an entire was the start of a reboot of a u just new DC movie universe. Like, if that was the start Aquaman. of a reboot. But they should keep some stuff. Like, they it. should keep Aquaman, no, they should okay. keep Shazam, they Dude, should keep Wonder okay, Woman. No, I actually, I disagree very hard on those points because I genuinely believe mm -hmm. that Aquaman and Shazam are bad I will movies that I will get a pass because the rest of the DCEU is so shitty. I will like even Wonder you. Woman. I loved Wonder Woman when it came out. Wonder Woman has a shit third act. But yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. But I, I like Wonder Woman when it came out. But Wonder Woman is the best DCEU film. And it's a mediocre movie. It's a mediocre yeah. movie it's with not the, I'd, great I'd say Aquaman is and a great soundtrack. I'd say Aquaman is the best DCEU movie, actually. Are, are you insane? Aquaman oh, yeah. was so bad. Yeah. What, what the fuck do you mean? What's your what's your your excuse for Aquaman being bad? I just okay. 
Let me preface this by saying Jason Shoot. Momoa is an immensely likable person, and mm-hmm. I genuinely enjoy him in everything he's in. Because mm-hmm. he's just he just gives up that kind of energy, you know. Oh no, he's the worst character. Aquaman is the worst character in Aquaman. We can oh, be, yeah, we definitely. can we can agree on that one. Yeah. 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 No, definitely. But, it's kind of stale. Yes. Okay. So. But that Amber doesn't make Hurst, it bad, No, no, wait. Amber Hurst is a terrible actress. Like she's a horrible actor. She is like middle school play levels bad. Yeah, but she wasn't. She wasn't that bad in that movie. I, I can see where you're coming from, but she wasn't that bad in that movie. It's yeah, specifically okay. because the tone of the movie is like it subjects Let's... itself for it, it allows her to to be a little bit bad. Just a yeah, little bit. No, I agree with that, but still, like, I don't know if it's an excuse, man. Like, I'm not asking you, wait, I'm not asking you to, like, make some Oscar-level acting. I'm just saying, I think, don't I think it just phone it in. The guy's name. No, but, it's not Patrick Swayze, I'm stupid. No, it's not <laughs> I'm stupid. No, no, they look like, I don't uh, have an entirely different movie. No, yeah, that would be an entire, he could, I mean, Patrick Swayze could have played that guy. I don't remember his name. Uh, the Ocean Master, yes. Yeah. The Ocean Master. Patrick no, Tracy could have been a, a okay, nice so Ocean Master. He could have. Okay, no, but th- that movie, okay, so first off, it had some horrible CGI. Like, okay, I know Black Panther oh, CGI about was bad, but like this one, oh God. I don't, I don't care about that, actually. I care about it in the sense that if your movie's going to be a visual spectacle, you should put a little more care into the visual side of things because it's, oh, it's not, Patrick it doesn't have Wilson. a great script. It doesn't have it's great Patrick acting. Wilson. So if you're going to be a visual spectacle, like, take care of the visual things, you know? It's, it's an adventure movie. It, it, it's, I mean, the plot is a bit too straightforward and it's, yeah, another superhero movie. Yeah, most of my problem with that movie is the acting and the god-awful okay, yeah, dialogue. I get it. There's some, there's some I agree with though. the visual things. If you're going to explore a whole new side of the world, which is the, the sea, then yeah, it should be at least interesting to, to look at, just not... Yeah. There's some no, CGI I... that's shit, and there's some CGI that's really fucking good. Some, oh, some yeah, no, it good CGI. Really... It's just that the centerpiece CGI stuff, like, you know, when the, the Kraken thing comes out in the final battle, and all mm-hmm. the Atlantean ships, and all the mm-hmm. soldiers, that looks like shit. Yeah, I mean, the, so the final terrible. battle looks like shit. Yeah. Then I mean, if there's a uh, there's a there's a case to be made uh, when talking about bad CGI in movies. Like, there's the case to be made of Black Panther, which oh, is no, I, I, I think the, Black Panther is Black a direct competition to Aquaman. Is it? Uh, no. Uh, like yes and no. So DC DC wanted to make Aquaman their Black Panther. So they mm-hmm. did, they wanted to make it. You know, like uh. A racially like the, relevant the cooler movie. Black so, Panther. <laughs> no, they wanted to. You know what they wanted to do? They wanted to make it a uh, Black Panther for um, for like white centrist Americans. Like I'm not even kidding. <laughs> what? Like it's literally Black Panther, but mm-hmm. remove the Africa. Okay, the fuck. Out. I, and... and also remove the good writing. But basically, it's Black Panther, Black but Panther remove has the really Africa. Good Black I mean, Panther has amazing writing. It has the same problem that most superhero films have, which is that they try they do some amazing things in the first two acts, and then the third act just sort of devolves into a kind of shitty punch out. Yeah. It has that problem. It definitely has that problem, but I don't think the movie has bad writing at all. I freaking hated the fact that the final battle 
was in the middle of the day. That was so stupid. That was so stupid, and I hate it. I hated everything um, about that final battle. But the, 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 rest shit, the, the rhino, oh my god, the rhino. Like, I don't, I usually don't care about that stuff, but the fucking rhino, I, I remember it. I, I, I was more bothered by the weird, like, chunky model that they use for when... I know. Commander is, no, is knocked over on the suit. That was so weird. No, oh, there's was... an explanation for that. Like, they, they gave him, they gave him so little time. Like, there's, I, I follow a CGI uh, specialist channel on YouTube. I don't remember the name, actually. It's a bunch of guys that sit on their couch. I, I know exactly uh, what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But those guys, they actually defend Black Panther because they're like, I mean, the CGI artists know it's bad. They didn't get enough time to get it good. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. And especially because um, as far as I remember, the thing is Ryan Coogler, the director, made uh, the original cut of Black Panther was over six hours long. Oh, the director's fuck. cut is over six hours long. And that final battle was like a really small part of it. Like that wasn't the final battle. The actual, the final battle that got put in there was stuff filmed after that cut combined with some stuff that was a really minor part. So I could have watched a three hour Black Panther, no questions asked, even a four oh, hour. Yeah. No, I, I want the original cut released. Like I want the original cut, yeah. especially yeah. because yeah. it was Fuck like- the Snyder Fuck the Snyder Fuck the Snyder Cut, yeah. <laughs> I want the Ryan Coogler cut. <laughs> yeah, I want the Coogler cut, especially because, like, like especially, ah, uh, the thing, it, it was a finished movie. Like, the six-hour cut was a finished movie. Like, Ludwig Göransson scored all six hours of that film. Hey, Disney Plus, hit us up. We got ideas. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I would love to see that cut. Right. But yeah, that's basically my yeah. problem with Aquaman, and I agree that the DCU should get a reboot. Like, definitely. No, there. Here's the thing: you can start with the the Robert Pattinson Batman. Like, you, yes. you have the perfect place to start, and you. And uh, there's also there, Wonder Woman 1984. Is it 1984 or 1980? Yeah, but yeah, Wonder, Wonder Woman. We can we can say it as oh, it's the last movie of the DCEU. Like, let let it die there. We can say that uh, the Rock as Black yeah. Adam is part of the new universe, so we don't have to. Yeah, we don't have connected to Sam. Like we can let it be its own yeah. thing. I mean, but Shazam's good. Movie. Heck, I'm I'm down for for that movie just being a one shot of Shazam's like charming. of the character. It doesn't even have to be connected. Yeah, because it isn't actually really connected. Really to anything. The only connection yeah, between Sam and the DCEU is that after credit scene where Superman is about to eat. In yeah. The yeah. Yeah, that's like, the only that, connection to that movie. I actually like that. Uh, actually, Aquaman didn't have that much of a connection to the rest. And I think that was a good idea. Like, they started doing that uh, as soon no, as they realized that the DCU complained. wasn't working. People were saying, like, hey, you know what Marvel did? They built up characters, and then they combined them. And you know what you're not doing? Building up characters yeah. and then combining them. You're <laughs> like, just combining them, and that's stupid, yeah. I think the DCU should get a reboot. Honestly, if... If the Joker movie proved something is that you can just have a story based around the character and not have it be connected to anything, just as long as you make the movie good. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I, I actually hate the fact that they show Bruce Wayne's fucking parents dying on that movie. I, I like, no, I liked it. I, I, I like hate the poetic so reasons, much. but further than that, it's just. I, I get the poetry. I get the poetry of the thing. I get the situation. I get it. it was. It was like, I, I don't know. It, it, it made sense. I know it made sense, but fuck. Oh, God. It, it was... I don't know, man. It, it felt like its own thing. It felt I'd like its, it's real one of the few thing. Batman movies where it makes sense watching it, even more so mm -hmm. than the, the newer ones. 
Mm-hmm. Do you think Robert Pattinson's Batman is going to be connected to that no. Joker? No. No, I don't think so because it, it really shouldn't. It really shouldn't and also it's explicitly like the director said that it was explicitly made to be its own thing and that DC and that he asked DC like please do not do any this is not a universe. Yeah, yeah but honestly, I would love if you do that, then what's the point of setting up Bruce Wayne's death? If it made instead of like a bigger franchise with just like small separate characters, if it was just tiny franchises that just came from the same place, that'd be better. Yeah, I actually I actually think that's one of the issues DC has in general. Because Marvel, like even in the comics, everything is just so sort of colorful and cosmic and there's not really apart from like the terrible terrible civil war crossovers there really isn't much in marvel that's like uh serious you know somber but dc has such what like the only thing that gets like serious and somber in marvel is daredevil moon knight and luke cage oh well jessica jones but yeah yeah jessica jones gets dark as fuck yeah uh, recently not so much yeah. Now, recently, not so much because they like uh, they capitalized on the Netflix show. Even yeah. though the Netflix show actually tried to be a little green, yeah, they, no, they were. Well, the thing is, the, the Netflix show was based more on the alias, co- alias yeah. comics yeah. instead of the yeah, yeah. newer Jessica Jones comics, which is like, hey, I'm butting up with the John Avengers and stuff, which is like, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah she, she totally shouldn't. <laughs> She's yeah. not a good example for them. She's a bad influence. No, yeah, no. she's really bad. I mean, oh, I. I, I I actually would like to see that because she's a bad influence for the Young Avengers. And that actually makes sense. You know what? I, uh, speaking of reboots, you know what I would actually hate to get a reboot? What? Please, Marvel, do not reboot Luke Cage. Continue it where it left off. It was such a terrible the series. And it was such a great series. I don't know, man. Like, the first half of the second season is shit. The first half. The first and half. Then- yeah, first okay, half of actually, the is just a I bunch of exposition. Yeah, no, I, I know. Like, there, it has some really bad parts, but the place where they left the show was beautiful. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. Am- it was amazing. I would have loved to see a season where Luke takes over the criminal underworld, which was what I, they I were going towards. The only problem with Luke Cage was they actually never... They shot themselves in the foot. Uh, 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 the first season, uh, w- when Cottonmouth died, I think most of the season got to hell. Oh, spoilers! I, I really believe is, that. What the thing is, spoilers, I agree. Uh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers of a, of a four-year-old uh, TV Netflix season series that yeah, isn't yeah. even on Netflix anymore. I think. Oh no, it is. It yeah, is. You haven't seen it. The only series I've watched on its entirety from that party, it's uh, Daredevil. No, just, uh, the no, Jessica Jones. I only saw the first season. Oh, you watched Defenders? Yeah, oh, that, that is that is actually like um, it's, that was a great idea. It's okay. They, they should have, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's mediocre. It's mediocre in my in my opinion. And the, the thing that saves it is that it's not too long. Like it's yeah. long enough when it starts to get stale and then it it uh, catches on pretty quickly. But I don't know, man. Like there was so much potential, and if they had only like respected the source material and not make the bad guy another fucking uh corporation thing like let's, they let's, had the hand use, they had a lot of stuff let's use the hand again Let, let's use the hand again but now let's mix it up with a fucking evil corporation like we did the last three seasons like okay Jesus guys Christ. it turns out that the villain from the villain from every series are related to the hand 
I mean, no, that was that was actually kind of cool. Uh, the fact that they were all like kind of related to the I, I, I think don't think that, that was I don't, don't think that. that was cool because there's like every series has a very unique tone to it. Oh, that's true. And I think that relating everything. I know, to Luke Cage's kind of villains like, were never related it, to the hand. It makes it makes sense for uh, Iron Fist and Daredevil because both of them yeah. fight the hand. But, actually, yeah. Jessica Jones doesn't have uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage don't no, actually because, have a lot to do with the hand. Like the only, I think the only, the only, the only reason... come back for defenders. Yeah, no, and the, but the only the good reason of, what? of the tone of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage is that they're dealing with street crime. Like Daredevil and Iron Fist, <clears> Daredevil <throat> is you know Daredevil, and Iron Fist is literally a mystical superpower demigod. So they can fight, you know, like giant shady organizations. But Luke and uh, and Jessica are literally just fighting like criminals. Jessica's a PI, like yeah. Jessica's a literal PI, and Luke is just some random dude from Harlem. Yeah, like and that's kind of the point. No, like, that's why like, he's, uh, like, he's, now. he's a random dude from Harlem that's fucking bulletproof. Oh, but no, that, that's the whole point. It's like oh, that's the whole point. It's like Spider-Man. The ability to fight back against crime. Yeah, it's like Spider-Man. Yeah. Like the point of Spider-Man is that he's some random kid from Queens. Like, yeah, you can say he also has spider powers, and yes, that's why he's Spider-Man, but he, like, he's some random kid from Queens, and that's sort of the whole point. There's a reason his most known nickname is your, na- your friendly your neighborhood friendly Spider-Man. Neighbor, Spider-Man. Because he's, uh, like, ne- like, he also stops regular crime, not just the, <clears throat> the people in masks. Yeah, I know. That, that was actually a great part on Homecoming, that they actually showed you your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and I love that movie. But that's a topic for another day. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think that actually deserves a reboot. The, the whole Daredevil. Well, mm. not Daredevil. Daredevil has, has to go on. Like, they've established a really good Daredevil. But the rest of I them? Think, look, I, I think none of that should get a... Like, the only thing that should get a reboot from the Avengers sort of Netflix series is Iron Fist. Yeah. Iron, Iron Fist, Fist was so shit. bad. Let's do yeah, Iron Fist that was worth watching. And, and the thing is, it wasn't even bad. Like, bad. It was just so boring. And unengaging and lazy. Yeah, I wouldn't call it lazy. I would just call it boring. Like they they got you into some family drama that you were so fucking not into. Like you didn't know you were gonna get into catching up with the I don't know what the the rant rant rant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that series should be called catching up with the rants. Keeping rant? up with the rants. <laughs> Keeping up with the yeah randashes. Now on yeah TV. like. No, pre- pretty much. That that's what the, that series. Colleen be... can Colleen can be their Kanye. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, but, like, look, uh, actually, Mom? like Colleen. She's a really good character. She's the Colleen's only good character. character. She's the only fucking good character in the entire series. I, I actually like Mitchum. She's also too. not like originally from there, right? I like Mitchum too. Actually, now that I think about it, no, she's originally from there. She she, she has something to do with the Iron Fist, like not that much, but he, she has something to do with the Iron Fist. Colleen Wing, uh, has been a supporting character in the comics, but she's mostly her own thing. Yeah, yeah. she's her own thing with the what's her name? Which, like genuinely, they're the Twin Dragons. I don't remember the yeah, name but of if, the... like genuinely, if you were gonna adapt, like Marvel always does a ton of um, distillation. For the adaptations you know like in black panther how they combined like in jadaka and killmonger and in iron man 2 they combined whiplash with the i, th- I think it was like red star or something like that yeah. like the communist yeah. iron man um so yeah like they always combine a lot of things so i can see no possible fucking reason why they shouldn't have combined 
uh, Colleen with Iron Fist and just literally make her Iron Fist and everything is solved. She's they a good made actor. her. They made character. her. An, they made it. I actually, I, I, I took the time to watch the fucking second season because uh, I was, I, I had a lot of hope. On the, yeah, there's a second season. <laughs> there's a second season. Uh, it's not. <laughs> I so that much, died. It, it's a little bit better. It's not digestible. Like it's still boring as fuck. But the thing, like they actually listened. That's what I actually liked about. Uh, the creators, they actually listened, and they said they were gonna listen after the first season and and how it flopped. Uh, they said, "Oh my God, we noticed that you guys love Colleen, and we promised to make her uh, a, a, an intrinsical part on the show." And the second season actually leaves you with the idea that Colleen is the new Iron Fist, like she turns into the Iron Fist. And I don't know, they, they were actually they, they were really trying. I, I now, don't... if only they would reboot it and actually make that from the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, like no, that, that would have worked. It just occurred to me now that Disney owns them owns them as they're part of mm-hmm. Marvel now. Mm-hmm. Should they reboot the X Men again? They're gonna. Okay. I think they're gonna. So, they're, 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 they're they're gonna, gonna but should they? Here's, yes. here's the thing. I think they should. Actually, I was <laughs> talking about this before we started recording. I love Hugh Jackman, and his Wolverine is a gift to the world. And Logan is one of the best superhero films ever made. Yes. Um, but except for like the first five minutes, the, that was terrible. Um, but honestly, like, yeah, there's nothing good about the X-Men films except for First Class. Everything and, that had uh, I, I feel like they, they overdid them. Every, yeah. every story that, that they had to tell, that they actually, they told so, much, so many X-Men stories that they could tell. They with told all the X-Men. big ones too. Like, yeah, they and, told all, all the big ones. Yeah. And, and they, like they the fucked only one up they the didn't, Dark Phoenix fight. Twice. Like the first one, I, I can't remember what the first one was. Um, it was a random, it was a generic X Men Magneto story. It's, it's generic. Uh, it's actually like, and then the second it's, one was. It's its uh, own. I think it's not even based on a comic. Like it's its own no, thing. No, it's not. It's just like a generic Magneto story. The second yeah. one is God Loves Man Kills, which is one of the God Loves Man Kills deserves a proper adaptation. Yeah. So yeah. much. That is an amazing story it had some really terrible dialogue sometimes in the comics but you know that's comics <laughs> yeah but it's an amazing story i think god loves me okay so i really think they should reboot the x-men but i think they should come out like swinging out of the gate with god loves man kills i think that would be amazing but an actual proper adaptation because x2 it was a good movie but they made the fundamental mistake of adapting god loves man kills without reverend william striker which is the whole point of that story like they made him into general striker and it doesn't like it doesn't work the idea is you know like the religious extremism and the fear of what's different and how like religion wields a lot of power in our lives and how they can rile up anyone against anything just by saying that it's against god so i think they it that they should come out the gate swinging with god loves man kills but a proper adaptation with Reverend William Stryker. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, mean, know, I think there's one story they haven't adapted, but it's kind of impossible because of the scale, and it's House of M. Oh, the, House, the, of House, M, of M, House of M there, needs to be yeah. like an Avengers thing. Like it's gonna be yeah. twenty yeah. thirty Avengers. Yeah, I'd say that's like an like climax of a climax of a phase, basically. Yeah, there's like everything that has to do with like like um. That entire sort of 
th- those titles, House of M, House of X, Powers of X, those three things need an Avengers film. Like they need an Endgame two part yeah. thing to do them yeah. justice. To make them justice. You can't really adapt them any other way because there's so many characters. Everything is so complicated and weird and sort of comic booky that you really need to give it room to breathe. After Wanda's trauma uh, on Endgame, I think they have a basis to do that to a degree. But they, they do, need. But we don't know Wanda enough yet. Yeah. yeah, we don't know her enough, and they're actually like, I think they're gonna explore some of it. On the net, the, the Netflix, um, Disney the Disney Plus, they, they yeah. said that we're gonna explore the like. I mean, the they could do some of the like some of the breakdowns the Wanda has on House of M. They could take something from that for the next uh, Avengers movie. No, for the Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because she's gonna be in the next Doctor Strange, right? She's yeah. gonna be in Multiverse of Madness, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just hope they don't just like lightly use something from House of M on that movie and don't serve justice to the entire thing because it deserves its own Avengers yeah. level. Yeah, man, I want to see, you know what I, I want to see like on a screen on, on a gigantic IMAX screen, I want to see a perfectly shot, perfectly color graded close up of, yeah, of Wanda just straight up breaking and just whispering in complete silence, no soundtrack, no breathing, no ambient noise. No more mutants. Like I want to see that. I need to see that. I think anyone. Any you have to explain why she does this if she's not also a mutant. But actually, that could work. Like it doesn't have the same impact, the same weight as no, it has in the comics. But I think it could work. Like you could actually, make it this could, sort you of. Could, you could even make the case that some of the ramifications of the whole Thanos thing, or maybe the thing, the next cosmical thing they explore on the next phase is that... Is what makes mutants. Yeah. Now there are mutants. Like, what? Yeah, no, I actually think that, that could it could be a really interesting character art for Wanda, because she could like, she could go, you know, like my brother and I were subjected to horrible experiments. We have suffered our entire lives to become the way we are. And we have suffered after because of it. And then these people come and they're just sort of born with powers and everything's cool. And why should you get to enjoy a life that I couldn't? And that could lead to the normal mutants thing. Obviously, yeah. like there's a yeah, lot. Do you want to antagonize her a lot, though? But... I mean, yeah, but they kind of do that in House of M. Just... They kind of do that, but not so much. I think, like, I don't know. There's a way. There's a case to be made that it's going to be harder, yeah. but it can yeah. be made. It can be made. It can be made. There's a. There's actually rumors going on that they're gonna reboot the x-men and they're gonna reboot the fantastic four i mean is that MCU. a reboot? No, fantastic like, four you have to reboot you can't let the franchise die on fan four stick oh please yeah. don't <laughs> please but don't. i think you should I, you should reboot them but you shouldn't have their first antagonist be dr doom no no no, no. dr doom, dr doom has to be has to be an avengers uh yeah he's only the greatest fucking villain on the entire marvel comics he is like th- there hasn't been a good fucking Doctor Doom on screen, but he's the greatest villain they've ever made for Marvel. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I agree. For fuck's sake, like he's just so good. And then I don't know. They, they, I don't know how they haven't been able. I mean, maybe because they, they tried to rush him. 
for the first movie every time? He's the most. He's one of two of the most recognizable villains they have, and the other one is also a cosmic level threat. So, yeah. yeah but worst part is they could have had uh, for Fantastic. They could have had Annihilus be the villain, the main villain, and and not just waste Doctor Doom because he actually seems like Annihilus most of the time, and he comes from the negative zone and like, I don't know, man. There's a I bunch of stuff in that. I forgot they introduced that in that movie. They 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 actually had the negative sound working for the first. I think the first thirty minutes of that movie are great. Like before they actually get the powers, they're really good, and then it just it goes to shit, to shit with a capital S. So, like my my brain keeps forgetting that we mm-hmm. had a movie with Michael B. Jordan and Miles Teller like in the same movie. <laughs> they were like the yeah. greatest cast, and it was a terrible movie. Like I keep forgetting that. The cast was so fucking good, dude. And any scene you that you put them on, like on the same room, and they were actually just talking like human beings, it worked. Some of the dialogue in that movie is great. Like the first twenty to thirty minutes of that movie are great. As soon as they start with the power stuff, it just goes to shit. Yeah. With a capital S. And yeah, I don't know. That movie had so much potential, and they just they fucked it up, big time. It deserves a reboot. It has to have a reboot. Like we, I mean, we do have a good. Uh, Fantastic Four movie and it's called The Incredibles but I mean we don't talk about that <laughs> I, I kind of disagree with, with the fact that The Incredibles is a Fantastic Four movie though Yeah, because if anything the, the person most like like they have the same powers and they're obviously inspired by the Fantastic Four yeah. but mm-hmm. the person that's most similar to like Reed Richards in that movie is Syndrome <laughs> I mean Reed Richards is a fucking asshole in case you yeah, haven't yeah. read a fantastic oh, no, story. Yeah, no. he, he always has been. He always and has he always been. Been. I would love, actually, if they, they introduced them to the MCU, I would love uh, for them to introduce the ultimate Fantastic Four. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that and, would be interesting. Yeah, and Richard's actually turning into a villain. That would be yeah, awesome. That, that would work better with the MCU, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you have to put some conflict into it. Right now, the MCU is just settled. You know, and especially because Marvel has this really bad problem with the fact that um, they have a lot of stories that are like mm-hmm. the little guy, you know, everyone can be a hero. Uh, the, let's praise the little guy. The, uh, the heroes can come from anywhere. It's, you know, like they have a lot of stories that are about coming up from the ground and stuff like that. But in the end, if you kind of look at it, like currently, except for for like Spider-Man, Every single person in the Marvel universe is the type of person we would all hate in real life. You really like they're so? terrible people. And I know that the point, like for example, with Tony Stark, that he becomes better, but they're all like horrible people. They're abusive people. They're like they're. I think there needs to be sort of a shift there, and I think that um, I think that Marvel really needs like to reckon with that with the fact that most of their heroes are the type of people that are villains in real life. What are you talking about, though? Like, give me some examples. I mean, I, mean, I can see some examples I mean, coming on. Pretty much not all, of the all of them. Not all of them. Yeah, pretty much all of the Guardians. Like, I, I think that. And then Tony Stark was an asshole. But that oh, was the but, point. Okay, so the, the Guardians of the Galaxy are, are dicks. Like, they're all yeah. dicks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but, um, but apart yeah, yeah, from... But that's what we like about them. But apart from like Gamora and Star Lord, they're not actually terrible people. No, I'd like, say Star Lord is maybe Rocket. 
Yeah, Rocket is an asshole. Rocket's a piece of shit. And so then Drax, what I mean, Drax like, is dumb. So they're terrible people personally, like as okay. people, but they're mm-hmm. not like evil. Oh, no. Right? Groot. Except for Gamora. She has killed Groot. so many people. Groot. Groot's a good and, person. Like, so, but like the rest of them Groot, are, aren't actually. Killing. But, but like, here's the thing. Like, for example, uh, Tony Stark, like, he, he used to be, you know, terrible merchant of death, etc., etc. But, like, his entire arc mm-hmm. is, um, is basically, fuck you, I should control everything. And, I, and with the but character, within the universe, you get it. It's like, just like, yeah, yeah why wouldn't we want to yeah, start to control should. everything? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that was the point of the movie. Like, he should, he really fucking should. <laughs> Yeah, like that. That's terrible. Like, why are we making movies about like this alcoholic, misogynistic billionaire that is a perpetual asshole should control everything because he invents good? Because he's gonna learn eventually. That's the point. Like, well, I don't know. I mean, if if you make good people as your protagonist, then it's gonna be boring. Like Captain well, America is like boring. Let me ask you this: Will you give that power to Elon Musk? Yeah, exactly. Tony Stark I mean, is Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. No, Elon Musk is Tony Stark. But yeah, so it's more like more life imitating art. But I mean, then, then you, if you make like these guys so perfect, so righteous, and so such a good person, then you end up with I don't know uh, the first Captain America or Captain Marvel. You know, you know who are two people that don't fit that type in the MCU? Who? Hulk and Spider Man. Okay, yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, I think that. No, Spider Man is an asshole sometimes. I mean, he's a kid. Like he makes some actually. Oh, you can make your characters like I love all the guardians. Like I lo- I love them as characters. They're amazing characters. But I think that Marvel has a problem with dealing with the uh, great man theory and with the fact that uh, that it's saying like yeah these people are terrible people. Like you know s- specifically with uh, Tony Stark and with for example T'Challa. Like let- let's flip it on something that I like. Uh-huh. T'Challa is like he learns he definitely learns yeah. and that's the whole yeah, thing of the movie learn. but he is a hereditary monarch with an espionage network across the entire <laughs> world who has people killed for revealing the fact that his nation exists okay i mean i mean going back to what we first said what's your point in this affecting the fantastic four what do you want to make with that like, like you want to make him back that if they should bring in the, the, the ultimate Fantastic Four. Like, they definitely should, because I think we need more characters in the Marvel Universe that actually sort of get treated or suffer the consequences of being that type of people in real life. You don't, don't even have to change anything. Hmm. Yeah, it's just okay. sort of like a reckoning, a fact that, hey, maybe we shouldn't give Reed Richards all the power because he can invent good. And yeah, he does turn into an asshole. I, mean, I, w- I would love seeing that on the big screen. I, I don't think they're gonna, though, because it's Marvel's first family, and they love him, and they treat him with so much fucking love. And But yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, people get on Hank Pym's case. You know, people like, oh, they, yeah. they literally Hank Pym off as Ant-Man because he beat, he beat his wife. And everyone forgets that Reed Richards has been bitten, beating his wife since the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I mean, they diluted Ant Man too. Too, they didn't even try to well, make him. That's the thing. Anything. We didn't get to see Hank as Ant Man. 
Yeah, we didn't. But but I mean, after she comes back, you after can... yeah, w- w- when she comes back, when the wasp, the original wasp, I don't remember her name. Um, yeah, but uh, Hank Pym's wife. Yes. Yeah, Hank Pym's wife. When she gets back, uh, they are like the perfect American couple. At least they seem like, because he's like, "Oh my God, I love you so much. I've been I've been waiting for you my entire life." And she's like, "Oh my God, I love you so much. You've been looking for I me just, your entire life." I just have to say, I, I really dislike both Ant Man movies. I think they're some of the worst stuff the MCU has put out. First Ant Man movie is really good. It has a really bad villain, but everything else is so much so so fucking good. I love the fact that it doesn't take itself seriously. I, I don't think something should take itself seriously to be good. Like the Ant-Man movies in general. Like the only good thing about the only good thing about the Ant-Man movies. Oh no. Not taking itself so, seriously. It's generic doesn't mean bad. Generic doesn't mean style of generic, like the movie. Yeah, generic doesn't mean bad. I like the style of the first one more a bit than the second. But yeah, the second no, one. No, I mean that. it's not bad, but it's like generic. Like it's it's soulless. It's empty. Like it's. Oh, it's yeah. I'm not saying that generic is necessarily bad. Like Stranger Things is super generic. Like the first season is the epitome of just generic and this and nostalgia. But it's a good show. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Ant Man just like it's empty. It has it has no soul. It has no good writing. It has nothing going for it except it has, it, it has some good writing. It has some clever writing, I think. Like uh, like I said, and I choose to believe that any good writing it has was because of the director they fired. Yeah, they they, they fired because he wanted to make it something. Uh, I mean, then again, I, I love Edgar Wright. He's my favorite director ever. But love it, right. if, if you're being hired by the fucking MCU and they tell you to make a movie in the MCU, how big are your balls to tell them, no, fuck you. I'm, I'm taking the movie and I'm making my own shit. Tell and the then next James Gunn. Tell the Tataika and James Gunn. No, no, no. Making your own thing, like, as a part of the, the universe that's fucking hiring you, that's a, I, I, I get that. that that's great. But like, did you know that he didn't even want it to be part of the MCU? He wanted to make his oh, little I thing. I knew that, but did I think know? that's like fixable. You could have just yeah. told. Yeah, you could have edited it. If if you, could, I, I, I mean, if Spider-Man, the Spider-Man movies can have the borderline reference to him to the MCU and still work. Spider-Man Homecoming don't just have like borderline reference. No, they yeah, have the only re- the only reference is mentions of the Avengers, the Chitauri stuff, and Iron Man. You could say Sp- oh, Iron Man is like on two thirds of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Replace Iron Man with Norman Osborn, and you have the same thing. Yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. maybe, mm, sort of, because then you would have to make yeah, the second one different. Sort, but yeah, no, I wouldn't say Norman Osborn. Like you would have to make it another character, maybe with Richard. No, but... no, I think that would be like Norman Osborn as a legit mentor figure not just to peter but to spider-man would be amazing yeah that would be amazing it, it would end up really bad but it would be amazing i mean it would end up bad for him oh yeah but you're telling us about another thing that should probably get a reboot that i definitely agree with which is epic mickey you guys remember epic mickey oh right <laughs> do you really think so i don't know i mean I second really second game was shit no, I really do because I think okay. First off, the the concept is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's it's an amazing concept. Yeah, and it has really good. It, it, it was it was actually a game of style over sub sub. 
substance. Holy substance. Yeah. Sorry. But uh, the writing is just my God. It's aged badly. Yeah. Like it was yeah. all right for a game in like two thousand eight or something. But Did it come out two thousand eight. I remember yeah, 2008. 2008. I have no idea, dude. Let me check it out. I, because I remember playing it when I was on, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because it's one of the games that still treated the Wii motion, motion control seriously. It came out in 2010. 10? 10. Really? Yes. Really? I remember playing it in elementary and I was it like. Feel, yeah, it feels like a 2008 game. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a 2008 game. That's true. Interesting. That's kind of my point. Like, Maybe not you... full reboot, but I'd be down for a remake with the the content that was cut. Yeah, like fixing but, some of the issues. The thing is, like, at what point does it become? Like, here's the here's the reason that I advocate that I like advocate for a full reboot. Number one, I would switch the art style completely. Hmm. Like okay. either 2D or simulate have... 2D, like cell shading. Mm, yeah. I, I would shading. Yeah. I love 3D cell shading, but like I don't know, I like the art style. I actually think that's one of the greatest things it has for it. Like, mm-hmm. what? Epic, what? I like, I like, I like the concept art, but the, the Wii models don't work. Yeah, the Wii yeah. models don't work as the wish. Like uh, the graphics of the I, Wii were shit. What? What, like, what? I guess what I'm trying to say is like I, I don't know. Epic Mickey is. I, I don't know. Its art style is one of the greatest things it had going for it. Like talking about you know uh, actual concept art. And that's part of the reason I think it needs to reboot. Like, can I want something built from the ground up, which, like, I know that uh, the concept art wasn't ever actually going to be in the game. It was just stuff that the developers produced to see how far Disney would let them go in terms of, like, darkness and story complexity. Mm-hmm. So it was never going to be in the game. But, like, I'm not even kidding. I would have loved if that was in the game. Like, that yeah. needs to be. I mean, the Switch was built for this for this reboot slash remake. Yeah, the Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Take advantage of your control medium, like one hundred percent. Like, just imagine. Okay, so I'm sure, like, if you're listening to this, or you can Google Epic Mickey concept art, uh, y- you know that those beautiful paintings with like the floating islands and the creepy ink ghosts and just the really disturbing, like deformed Mickeys and the deformed cartoons and, um, and just how amazing everything looked. And I would love for the game because it has been proven ever since Epic Mickey, like in the last decade, it's been proven that you can make a game where the entire style is just like hand animated or just an animated painting. And it looks beautiful. So I think it would be really beneficial for, for Epic Mickey to just got, get a reboot with all the scrap concepts in an art style that's actually, you know, hand animated or painterly and use the Switch or similar platforms to actually, uh, to like actually take advantage of your control medium. Because the Wii was pretty cool. You know, it was basically a shooter. Like you aim the Wii mode and you, you know, ink or, or thinner. Yeah, it's, yeah, ink or thinner. Yep. But I think it would it would be amazing to have some actual. I I don't know if anybody else played like those uh, DS games where in order to attack you had to like draw some things, yes. like some sigil stuff. I think it would be amazing to have an Epic Mickey where it would be like that sort of a combination of like Epic Mickey and Scribble Knots. Hmm. You know, um... hands on, animated, 
And then if you need to create something with the ink, you can just uh, like on your switch, you can literally just draw what you're creating and it'll like approximate that. Or you can, um, or, you know, if you need to erase something with a thinner, you, you have to like erase it on the screen. It's something that actually takes advantage of your medium and makes it a bit more interactive and gives it a lot more possibilities. Because on the surface, I, 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 get the fact of, I get the fact that uh, the fact of uh, actually using the medium that you're trying to to use, but I don't. I, I wouldn't like to make the game too gimmicky. Not too gimmicky, but I think that there's a lot of potential that the ink and, and thinner concept has that isn't really used in a just like aim and shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's potential that can be used for really creative puzzle solving, like like I said, like Scribble Knots. Scribble Knots isn't a gimmicky game. It's a really fun game. It's well thought out, but it's all like it depends on you creating random shit, <laughs> and yeah. you can solve problems like a thousand separate ways by creating random shit. So I would love to see that sort of mechanic in a diff in a world that's basically built for that sort of mechanic with that beautiful hand painted hand animated art style and maybe on the switch like i think it would be great i don't even own a switch but if they were to do that i'd buy one i don't know i wouldn't like it to be hand animated or hand drawn but i, I would like everything else I, I think i would dig everything else i, I mean then again like, i i, I wouldn't like for, the, the whole you, you know the thing. i'd go maybe for something like okami where it's yeah 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 amazing. Yeah, I, I, I'd like that. Like it that, looks like it's, it's it's cell shading, but with like ink instead of just like. I mean, you could make you know? the the things that are like painted be cell shaded, and then everything else be solid. Like for example, the mm. mech, the mechs, like the robots. Do you, you know, like they had an, a lot of animatronics. Oh, okay. And they had painting on top of them, uh, and some of them were like abominations and stuff. Like you could make the metal solid, and then everything else on top of it. Like to to actually. Uh, I don't know. That's a way of showing that the things that are on top of it are painting. I don't know. I, I guess that could work for me. Uh, and then, I don't know, everything else in the world could be uh, cell shaded. But specifically the animatronics, I would like uh, to be solid. Because I don't know, they have to be dis differentiated uh, from the rest. More than solid, I'd say make it more like plasticky. Yeah, plasticky could work too. Like I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like, not... like, like, yeah, like to say, like they contrast, they kind of don't yeah, yeah, belong yeah. there. Yeah, yeah different... that's what I'd like to see. In different visual space of the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's what I'd like to see. But yeah, Epic Mickey does deserve a reboot. If uh, I, nowadays I could actually go, I would go uh, most of my days last year, and at least into the soundtrack whenever I was working on anything, uh, whenever I was writing anything. I'd go to that soundtrack because it's really good. It's really grim and really dark, and it gets you in a mood where you can actually like inspire to to design some stuff. Because uh, it's it, have you ever heard the soundtrack of Epic Mickey? I have, but like little parts. It's I don't really remember. good. They actually twist some of the some bits of songs of classic Disney movies or some sections of Disney parks. And if you're a really Disneyland or Disney World uh, enthusiast, you could actually appreciate that a lot. Like the, the, there's a, a bunch of the game where you spend your day on a place called Tomorrowtown or Tomorrow something. It's obviously based on Tomorrowland. And most of the soundtrack that you hear there 
it's based on the ambient sound that they put at you on Tomorrowland, but it's twisted and it's it has this Tim Burton feeling on top of it. And it's really, really darn good because it feels like an ambient music. It's designed as an ambient music. So you actually appreciate uh, the ambient aspect and then the entire fantastic, uh, grim, dark bits of it. Uh, so yeah, I, I love the soundtrack. I, I think they should keep the soundtrack. If they change everything else, I'd be happy with it, but just keep the soundtrack. I'm sorry, yeah. I just gave a tech talk there. <laughs> no, but, but I agree. I agree, and that's sort of the point. Like, why do these things deserve a reboot and what things? Because yeah, I really think it would do it a great service. I, I think it could it could turn into a really, really... It could turn into a big Disney property, you know? Like, Honestly, because I, I know scared. that the reason they sort of neutered. No, I think because I remember the reason that they didn't get everything, uh, you know, all the all the dark stuff and the painting stuff into the original Epic Mickey was because Disney was still trying to protect Mickey as this sort of family friendly. Like they wanted to make him cool, but they wanted, to, but Disney, but Mickey is still sort of the family friendly mascot of a series of theme parks. Mm-hmm. Right, so they wanted to protect that because if you want to go dark, that's why they have like touchstone pictures and stuff like that in Lionsgate. <laughs> but, but I really think that lately they've been kind of letting that go a little bit. Like if you see the new Mickey Mouse shorts, oh yeah, those... they're a lot more uh, violent and they make him a lot more ugly and like it's sort of destroying this sort of sanctity of Mickey. That's and really I good. Think you could really use that to your advantage. Because... And then you write, like, the first ride Mickey has ever had uh, on any park is, like, right now, I think, it, is it open already? Or is it just building? I don't remember, on Disney World. And it's actually based on the, those shorts. So, yeah, I think they're, they're embracing that idea more. That's actually... That's actually yeah, so I think, it, like, it, it's, it's ripe for an Epic Mickey re- reboot. Like, if you wanted to do it, now would be the time. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think, yeah. So at the end of the day, uh, Power Rangers deserves a reboot, does it? Like they actually had a good reboot in their hands and they didn't. Yeah, uh, I, think they, I think they wasted the one they had, honestly. Yeah, they should have grabbed that one. And then DCU deserves a reboot. Yeah, it, it doesn't deserve a Definitely. reboot. It needs a reboot to stay alive. Yeah, it, needs to, right? it doesn't deserve it. Like if you ask me, like, no, it does not. No, it doesn't deserve it. Does it does not deserve it. food, nor water, nor love. No, um, but like, oh, I mean, there's an argument to be made that if they actually, if, if they don't, if the DCU does not live uh, for the end of, I don't know, the, the Robert Pattinson movie is like the last one announced, right? It, yeah, but it's not it, part of the... Yeah, it's not part of it. Like, if the DCU just if, dies if, after that... If it dies after Wonder Woman. Yeah. If it dies after Wonder Woman, uh, Marvel is not going to have any competition. And that's a problem. Because the point where Marvel movies started to getting to get stale and didn't want to switch up things was the point where when DC uh, actually had, um, I don't know, it, they started fucking up their movies. You know, if if you like, kind of contrast, for example, I, I don't, I like Civil War. I just don't like. I, I think the movie is too stale, and and that's part of the photography of that movie. Uh, it released at the same time that Superman versus Batman did. So yeah, I think if DC screws up, Marvel just gets relaxed and they don't even try. Hmm. And 
I wouldn't like that. I, I like competition in movies because that that that's that just means we get we we the fans get much more greater movie. So I agree, but I also think that uh, Marvel's niche, like what they're actually doing, isn't the superhero movie. Because let's face it, superhero movies aren't like they're no longer a genre. Like they used to be a genre that had its own like conventions and limitations. But they mm-hmm. aren't really a genre anymore, like comic book movies. No, it's Marvel movie has its own genre, right? Like for example, Ant Man movie, it's a heist movie, kind of. Yeah. And then yeah. Spider Man, it's a coming of age story. Uh, Thor, it's a uh, Ragnarok. It's a the third. It's kind of like the fifth element, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's you know, it's, it's completely movie. different. Like, it's no longer a genre. I think it's become more like animation. It's not a genre. It's a medium. Yep. Like yeah, superheroes yeah, have become a medium. And I think the the problem with that is that Marvel ironic well not ironically, just like uh in a bitter coincidence since they're owned by Disney is basically the Disney of superhero movies, just like Disney used to be, you know, the Disney of animation. In that yeah. they basically own mm-hmm. the medium. They, there's some yeah. other stuff, but Marvel owns the medium. And I really agree. But I don't think that um, it's nece- necessarily has to come from DC. Like I think no, there are a lot of opportunities. Like I, I wouldn't say original superhero films because those are probably like yeah no most superpowers most good superpowers are taken. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like as a so writer of superpower stuff, I-, I tell you that I don't stress myself on the powers because I'm like I'm not gonna invent something new. You're never going to invent something new. All of the powers are taken. Most of the powers yeah. are taken. Uh, but I so think you it would like be a basic story on the character, not the power. Yeah, I but think. I think it would be a really great, uh, a really great space to explore the medium. Like there's this. Um, you guys know uh, Shannon McGuire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Shannon McGuire has a series of short stories called Velveteen Versus, right? And the idea of Velveteen Versus is sort of this. Uh, it's it's a take on superhero movies, but it's not a but it's not like a superhero thing. It, it's a series of short stories that are about this girl and basic and basically you know how in the DC universe, um, the JLA like the Justice League is like an actual corporation like they have headquarters and members and member cards and you know you get assignments you get paid like it, it's a it's a whole thing. Yeah, and the idea hmm. of Velveteen is just like. Well, if it's a corporation, what's stopping it from becoming, you know, like an actual hyper-capitalistic, like Amazon-like corporation, right? So the idea in Velveteen is that there's this uh, this kid. Uh, I can't remember her actual name. Like I really can't. But um, there's this like really poor. Oh, her name is Velma, I think, and she's this really poor uh, rural kid. And she gets drafted because it's sort of like a sports team. You get drafted. She gets drafted for this like superhero corporation, and uh, and it's basically just her contending with how that messes up your life. It's basically like a sh- like a child star. And I think Velveteen is like stories like that can be told within the medium. I mean, it's kind of like The Boys, right? Uh, the say. boys is. Uh, I don't think it's a good example. Like the no. the boys is it's a circle. I've never watched it's a it. Really edgy circle jerk. I've never watched it. The boys is more like if what are the the Watchmen were secretly supervillains kind of. The boys is is like, you know what? The boys is like if you uh told. 
the Family Guy writers that they needed to yeah. write something violent enough for Zack Snyder. Yeah. yeah, 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 no, no, makes sense, makes sense. I'm like, I haven't ever watched that series, but they, like, they, I it. mean, I, I've been working on a superhero series myself, and they've told me to watch it for inspiration. I had no idea. I it's don't know. The... Interesting. It's an interesting concept. Mm -hmm. I'd rather you read the comics, but okay, I'm gonna try. Anywho, yeah. anyway, uh... that's, that's been, it's been a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's been a fuck man. <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, in conclusion, yeah, reboots are a good thing. They can be a good thing for concepts that deserve a reboot. Yeah, as long uh, as it's not here, we need money. Yeah, as long as it's not for money reasons, reboots are a thing, and they should be a thing. Uh, we should. I, I don't think uh, reboots should be demonized uh, as much as they are. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they're a really good thing. I reboot my stuff all the time because I I get bored of it uh, whenever I write something. But yeah, I like mm -hmm. them. They're good. They're cool. Like you, the guy that are that you're listening. Anywho. <laughs> and on that note, on that note I'll, be seeing, you I'll be seeing you around. We lost someone along the recording. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, Rai has some technical difficulties, uh, but he'll be back next time. And you'll be able to hear his awesome, beautiful, soothing voice. If we don't take like a three. You'll be able to hear the only expensive again. microphone we have. Yeah, as yeah. long as we don't take a three-week-long hiatus again, you, you'll be able to hear him again. So, yeah, let's hope you like it. Uh, let's hope you enjoy this episode. And I'll be seeing you around. We'll be seeing you around. We will see not be seeing you. We, in fact, cannot see you. We do not have uh, access to your webcams. Hi, oh, you, know, you know what I mean. You'll <laughs> listen to us later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.